Welcome to the Notary Ninja Show with author, entrepreneur, business developer, and, well, ninja master, Mark Sias. We discuss side hustles, business opportunities, scams, leveling up, and so much more. Just don't argue with the name could cost you your You can reach Mark at Welcome to episode 21 of the Notary Ninjas show. Today we're going to talk about insurance lead generation. Um, and uh, if you don't know it, I have several insurance licenses and uh, do some lead generation, one for myself and then uh, occasionally for other people or usually what I'll do is just turf those leads off. But talk about the insurance world a little bit. So insurance is actually... Um, and you have several lines. You have life insurance, health insurance, annuities. And uh, in Florida, for example, those can all be bundled under a 215 license. And then you have um, uh, a, then you have a two, is it a 240 or a 220 license, which is like, um, you know, homeowner's insurance, auto insurance, and business insurance. And both of those have some unique properties to them. One is that uh, commissions can be really high, and two, they can pay renewals. Um, now, I don't have a 220 license, so I can't really speak much for the um, the for the process of you know selling auto loan or selling auto insurance and homeowners insurance. Uh, don't really entirely know the commission structures of those, but I do have a life insurance license, a health insurance license, and um, do Medicare and life insurance and, and different lines of life insurance. I also have an adjuster's license, uh, which I mainly use that license just to sell the leads that I generate, but um, for an appropriate commission. But so interestingly enough, my story with life insurance was um, I got started in that and was basically told, uh, you know, as a new agent without any real training or good training to just go out and buy life insurance leads from different, you know, these lead vendors or lead farms, whatever you want to call them. They just sell you names and phone numbers and addresses at an outrageous price. Um, and hopefully they're qualified enough of a lead and you're good enough at your sales tactics that you can make a profit out of it. And that's usually not the case for new agents. It's probably not the case for a lot of people. But um, so that was my experience with that. I, I had got into it and I had started buying leads and they weren't converting at a very good uh, ROI. And so I decided that I needed to learn some more stuff because this wasn't working very well. And then so began the journey of expanding my uh, services. Now, the reality is, is that of all the things that you could generate leads for, probably the hardest, two of the hardest to get leads for would be, um, one would be uh, life insurance and two would be um, like solar panels, solar sales. 
those are just uh, things that are, they seem to be really hard to generate consistent leads for. Now, with life insurance, there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of people in it because the compensation is high. Most life insurance companies will pay you a commission of between you know, 80 to 100 plus percent of the annualized premium on a policy. So the annualized premium would be the total amount they're paying over the course of the year. If they're paying a monthly 100, the annualized premium would be like $1,200. So you could get that whole $1,200 up front in an advanced commission, which is a bad idea. But, um, or you can get it as earned, uh, which is a better idea because if they just cancel the policy, you don't have any kind of what they call chargeback. Um, so this is the um, the reason for getting into insurance. You don't need a college degree. You basically take an insurance course online, and then you take the, your state's exam. You get a license, and then you're off and running. And so it's very low startup, and it's kind of a low end barrier to entry, as we'd say. But once you get into the industry, if you don't have a really good network, you're not really good at networking, or you're not you have a really good concept of how to generate consistent leads, you're going to have a big problem. Uh, now, the tutelage that I was under when I first started was just buy more leads, buy more leads, take out your credit card and buy more leads, which is a bad idea. Um, and I actually was uh, a couple months back, I want to say back in like August or September, was I was interviewed uh, by a uh, like an insurance website. I, I don't know. They, they basically offer marketing material for insurance, but I was, I was interviewed by them and um was talking about this company that I had originally started under and how I had uh, didn't have a lot of good fortune with them and then realized I, I, I said and a lot of people miss uh, come to me and they haven't heard they didn't they only wanted to hear one thing but I said that I learned that uh, just selling life insurance particularly final expense insurance in and of itself is a horrible business model uh, but if you expand it out like I did into doing Medicare and offering other things like that and you learn to generate your leads without, without having to buy them, then it's a lot more viable of a business model. And that's what I was saying. And I think some people got the misconception that, um, that oh, you can just do it with Facebook. You, you can create Facebook ads and Facebook leads. And I'm going to talk about that but uh, a little bit. But that's not really, that's not your ideal sustainable business model. You know, it's funny. Um, I was actually watching a video of Christopher Westfall, who's a big insurance, you know, big time insurance, Medicare insurance. I'm watching a video he did recently, and it's he's of the same mind that I am. And but it's you know the way he said it was so dynamic, and he said that you know he's talked with uh, insurance agents that are you know been in the game longer than him, and they're like, yeah, I got to figure out where to get leads. And he's like, what do you mean you got to figure out where to get leads? Like you've been doing it this long, and you have to figure out where to get leads. But the point he was illustrating is that you can't stay where you came into the game at coming into the game with the buy leads or get leads uh, is not sustainable long term long term you need to have a bigger picture than that you need to learn how to create leads with content marketing and with a lot of good connections so that they'll just keep coming in and uh, that is the um, that's the idea you know that's the idea that uh, you should employ. So one thing I tell people is, um, you know, there's actually a site uh, on the internet. Now he's, it's a final expense site. It's called Choice Mutual. Now this guy, his site, I tell him, go look at it, go look at his site because 
He does not buy leads. He does not chase down leads. He does not door knock. He just gets an abundance of people coming to him through his website. Now, his website has is very, very voluminous with content, with blogs and articles, reviews on, on big insurance carriers. It is just a keyword rich, very dense, robust website. And he dominates listings with that because of that content creation. So that strategy is the Apex strategy. Um, now, my story, what I did was I, um, you know, like I said, I quickly figured out that the uh, just doing the life insurance, particularly final expense in and of itself was horrible. So I learned to do Medicare and I learned that Medicare was a good way to get your foot in the door and be able to cross sell the other insurance policies once you've got them established Medicare. And Medicare, if, to be perfectly honest with you, is somewhat saturated as well. Uh, but it offers, number one, like the Medicare Advantage, you're basically offering plans that there's really no out-of-pocket. And you get renewal commissions on those, meaning you can keep getting paid for clients. And so that is a pretty good thing, especially if it, it gives you the opportunity to meet somebody who will know, like, and trust you. And then you can go in and then cross-sell them other services. So that is what I started doing. And in conjunction with that, I learned to generate leads through other ways. I actually got a blog on my website, which of course is legal.crepnotary. Uh, I got a blog on there that is about life insurance lead generation, just kind of some of the tactics, some of the simpler tactics that I employ, because some of them are really easy to set up. Facebook is actually the the worst of them. And then the best long-term would be uh, content creation like blogs. And I'm going to talk about that too. I'm going to talk about how I do that and how that works for me, because it's a useful tool to uh, implement in your business. But uh, so getting back to the interview. So in the interview, and I was talking about this, I actually got, it's funny, I actually got uh, hate mail or hate messages or hate texts from people who were kind of Kool-Aid drinkers for this particular company telling me, oh, that's not, you don't even sell insurance anymore. And I'm like, oh, I don't know where you got that from. I don't know what would qualify you to say that because I still have active insurance licenses. I have more than one insurance license. And uh, you clearly didn't go to my website and look at anything on it at all, because if you went to the website, you would see right on the home page that I offer legal services and financial services. And under financial services, I have a breakdown of those things, which would include uh, tax preparation, credit repair, and life insurance. So uh, clearly they did not look at that at all. But I used this business, this website, and this model of having a notary business as a lead generation machine for other services like that. Um, but, you know, if you're talking to people who just want to, they've already made up their mind, they already have that bias, then it is what it is. And, you know, it's funny, Grant Cardone actually says, if nobody hates you, it's because nobody knows you. So I guess if you're getting haters that are texting you or messaging you, then so be it. I guess it means you're getting known, so maybe you're doing something right. So that's that. But um, so moving on, so... What I did is I learned, so obviously I learned, I got, figured out real quickly, notary is a good way to develop more leads and to kind of create uh, what I what I call like a, it's almost like a gateway drug, get you in. And um, then what I did is I did learn to create Facebook ads. Now, here's the thing about Facebook is that their ad campaigns, when you go into business manager, it's, a, it's like a foreign language. I mean, there are things in there that you are really going to have to take time to familiarize yourself with. There's 
uh, what they call click-through rates, and then there's cost per conversion. And what I have discovered that a lot of people, a mistake a lot of people make is that they figure, you know, they make a Facebook page, like a business page or a fan page or whatever in the world they're calling it these days. And they, from that, from that point, they will create, you know, probably a pretty brilliant post actually related to their insurance. And then Facebook will convince them to boost that post for more exposure. And that does not work. Okay. That does not work for lead generation. It does not, it's not a good way to run Facebook ads. Uh, the way you want to run a Facebook ad is under a lead generation campaign. And that's where they would go to an opt-in form. And then you would have their contact info and be able to follow up with them. Uh, the other thing that works very well with Facebook, aside from that, you have to have a really good written ad copy. Uh, you have to have a compelling offer. One of the things that I used that worked very well was, um, was uh, incentivized ads. So I was basically... In, in a sense, I had an incentive for them, a reason for them to want to book appointments with me. And um, so those are things that uh, I did in Facebook that worked very well and was able to get a lot of leads coming in at a very low cost. Now, the thing about Facebook is they also have things like what they call ad quality, where, you know, they if you use too many emojis or, or certain things that can ding your ad, deem it low quality, and then you start getting poor results. So it is just, it's a difficult animal. It is definitely worth taking the time to look at because ultimately you can develop lead generation ads on Facebook um, way cheaper than you'd be going out and buying them for sure, or buying mailers. I mean, I'm hearing stories of people paying uh, $40 for a, a live, $40, $50 for a live call and you know, $60 and plus for a mailer or a postcard that comes back to them. And, you know, same thing, postcards, you can, you can go have your own made, you know, you can Google search. I've never done mailers. I've never done mail campaigns. So, but I, I do know that you can have cards made at a print shop pretty cheap. And if you want to know what the ad copy is, I'm certain you can Google final expense mailers, just basically duplicate that. But if that was what your goal was, and I'm certain that cost would come in cheaper than what you're being charged for them. But again, having to constantly be on what I call lead dependency is not a good model. You need to expand out your services and expand out your your marketing efforts and actually start to think of things in, in long-term. So one of the things I do is just content creation. And content creation, you do not see immediate results with. That is the downside of content creation, is that it's not going to be snap your fingers. Now, yeah, with Facebook, I can create an ad. And if you target it right, you have the right targeting filters, meaning the right audience and the right ad copy, you can start seeing the lead generation come in pretty quick. I mean, I'm actually running Facebook ads right now while we while we talk. I'm running Facebook ads for, uh, for a course, but um, I've run them for insurance, obviously, and I've run them for a wide variety of different things, but I am running some right now. I do it on a very limited basis, um, but uh, I'm running them as we speak. But uh, what I'm what I want to say is, so, so you get you do get immediate lead flow from that. How viable they are is really anybody's guess. I would say they're every bit as viable as the ones you're paying fifty bucks for. But um, on the flip side, when we talk about creating content uh, like Choice Mutual's website, it's going to take time for that to come in. But when that comes in and that builds up, that becomes a sustainable thing. It becomes a sustainable stream of leads. Um, so I know that because I've actually 
I've actually seen interviews with this gentleman who owns Choice Mutual, and I've I've seen his process and, and how it works. And I can also speak from experience. You know, we we have a, a tons of a blog content on my own website, and the website has a domain authority right now, like fifty and a page rank of uh, like forty something. That's high. So when I write blogs, they rank pretty quickly, and they generate a lot of volume for us. They generate a lot of call volume, a lot of email volume. You know, the stuff we're after, even for insurance products. So, um, for example, at the beginning of the episode, I said that I, um, I said that I uh, had a blog I wrote on insurance leads, and which I'll share that link if you want to read that. You can read that article, but it's content that I've created. So, one of the things about content, there's a couple of rules that you need to understand. One is you need to optimize the content, uh, which means that there's an optimal number of, of words and there's an optimal number of choice key phrases. Now, this is confusing okay i'm going to tell you that is complicated but there's an easier way to do it and i'll tell you what i do and i'll even drop a link in this show so you can check this out for yourself what i do is a uh, i use a site called rank iq and um i'll give you a link for it so rank iq i pay 50 dollars a month to rank iq they can run the keyword search for me and they will give me optimal topics uh, related to whatever it is i want to write about and they'll give me what their projected time to rank is, what the projected traffic for that is. And then I can go into generating, you know, they, they give you a report. And then I can go into basically creating the content from that report and it coaches you through it. So it has like a ranking. So it'll tell you whether your article's an F, you need more keywords, you need more volume of content. And it'll tell you your goals to get to like an A or an A++. And they'll tell you how fast they expect you to rank that, even with a newer website or a website that isn't dominating. Now, I'm pretty comfortable with our website dominating right now because it is very it's high rank right now. There's a that's a whole nother story, but there's a build-up process to get a website to have rank. But the point of rank IQ is that you don't necessarily need that. You can take top spots very fast, even ultra fast for um different topics. Like I right now I'm looking at rank IQ actually, and I'm looking under insurance, for example, and there's uh, here's an article that says you can rank very fast. Contesting beneficiary for life insurance. Uh, core health insurance reviews. Hmm. You know, anytime you're doing a review on an insurance carrier or insurance product, you can expect there's a lot of interest for that. So uh, those are topics. Uh, equivalent annual annuity, right? You guys want to do big annuity sales, write some annuity blogs. Use Rank IQ to help coach you through the process of writing it. And then once you do write that, which Rank IQ doesn't tell you this, they just tell you how to write really good content. But once you get that really good content on a blog site, ideally your website, uh, then what you would do is you're going to throw some links in there. You're going to have interlinking links into your own website, into you know obviously to your contact information so you can generate leads. And you're also going to have um, links, outgoing links to kind of what they call authority sites and. This way, Google knows exactly what your content is about. So if there's a big insurance carrier, you can link back out to them. So that is the gist of content creation from a blog standpoint. Now, you can do, again, you can do videos. YouTube is, is the second largest search engine in the world. And you can do a YouTube video for your town where you operate and your products and services. And if you're camera shy, you can actually do this with artificial intelligence. I mean, you can just have a, a one of those generated computer things talking doing your thing but the point is is that you create that content and you put it out there and you structure a few keywords properly and it's going to do nothing but grow 
It may not give you instant leads, but over time it's going to generate more and more interest and more and more. And the more you keep doing this consistent, you're doing like one a week, you're going to build this up and then you're going to have sustainable lead flow. So, and you can get off the, uh, you know, you can kind of get off that, that wheel, that hamster wheel of one buying leads, which is horrible or two, um, you know, being dependent on Facebook, which again, Facebook's great. It's a great ad platform. Actually, I, I told you I, I have an insurance lead generation course. And in that I show the method I use for generating life insurance. I, I show the ones in the ad copy that I've used with greatest success. And uh, they usually work pretty good, but you know, you still have to play around with the platform and get familiar with it because in full, the same thing, full disclosure, there's times where I've just got to tweak it or there's times where the cost starts creeping up on me. Uh, there's times I just created a whole new ad account because I felt like Facebook was too biased to the ad account. So I created a new one and it started performing better. So those are just, there's some troubleshooting involved in doing that. So that is it. So insurance, it's a good, um, it's a good, it's a racket. It's a good racket to be in. You can make some good money. Uh, in it, especially if you have a long-term goal of building out content, building out a decent website, having the ability to have people opt in, and then you can basically sell to what I say are the low-hanging fruit, you know, people that are just going to come to you instead of you chasing people down and paying a mint to do that. Uh, but again, it requires that long-term focus. In the short term, you're going to have to learn some other strategies, uh, to pick up the life insurance or, you know, the Medicare insurance or whatever. And to be perfectly honest too, if you are with a company that is encouraging you to just buy leads, buy leads, buy leads, they probably aren't giving you the sound advice, the soundest advice either. Um, when I left the first one that I was with, the first IMO or FMO, as they call marketing organization, went to the next one, they actually provided leads for us for free. They were very low quality leads, which is why I learned to do Facebook ads to get a more viable lead because I felt like their leads were very low quality and it was very time consuming to generate those leads, uh, just calling and calling and calling. So uh, that's where I came in and I learned to do Facebook leads, both for Medicare and life insurance and final expense insurance. And the sum, you know, the, the collaboration of all that on top of, you know, and this is even before I was a notary running a notary business worked pretty dang good for me. It was, it was a sustainable business model. And then of course I came into the notary business and then I really didn't need to do any of that anymore because I could just pick those sales up on the back end. And then of course started to build out a real business with a whole cafe of services that has then become a sustainable business model. So that's it for today. Life insurance leads, uh, life insurance agents, you know, hopefully that's uh, some helpful information, you know, have a big picture in mind and, uh, you know, go follow people who are industry leaders like Christopher Westfall. And, uh, you know, just always has sound advice uh, for how, you know, how you can, you can get leads without paying a lot of money and you can do it without cold calling and door knocking. So, all right, guys, we will talk to you next time. Notary Ninja out.